my friend. Hello. Hi. You guys, I'm so happy to be with you, but this is a little bittersweet because... A little bit bittersweet, yeah. This is the last time that the three of us are recording together in one place because... Kylie's moving back to Boston. But have no fear, the ghouls are not going anywhere. Never. We'll just be recording from... Afar. From different places. Yeah. And we're the golden ghouls, Alyssa, uh, Kylie, Emily, and it's time to get spooky. Ooh. I'm most excited about this because I think that now that you're going to be in Boston mm-hmm. and near Salem, that Emily and I have to come. Well, absolutely. Travel, you know? We yeah. have to come. So, I can't wait. For spooky yeah. ooky times. Mm-hmm. So, I'm ready. I'm excited and I'm not sad. I am, but I'm trying not to be. Right. We're, trying, we're all trying not to be sad. It's going to be okay. I'm not scared. Everything is good. I'll wait to cry off the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Life it's is okay. always about moving forward. And you know what? Forward. It's not the last time we're going to record together in the same no. room. No. Things change. It, it's and just going to make. And we adjust. The times that we do record all together in the same room that much more that special. Much more special. Honestly, that's so sweet and it's and I, so true. And I can't wait until that day. I know. Mm. Don't, you're going to make me cry. How many episodes, how how many times have we sat down in this room? This is episode 68. Dang. Holy cow. Dang. Yes. That's. I'm going to miss this rug. I know. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Emily's going to take your spot. That's going to be Emily's spot now. That's crazy. Please. I'm going to miss. If you miss me. I'm going to miss this back wall. Sniff. Sniff. (laughs) That can be your back wall now. I'll be. Mm. Oh, that's a little far from you, but Mm. we'll make it work. I'll I'll move closer. Oh, again, we adjust. We adjust, we and do. you know, I the day I'm done with ghosts is the day I am a ghost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's Ain't what I have said. to say. And then she's even then not done. So yeah, yeah. But we have an exciting episode, and I'm excited because I think this is going to be a cool one to do as the last one in the same room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this was suggested by our patron Lara. Hello. Um, we shared her story in Ghoul Talk Volume 9, Volume 9, <laughs> Volume 9, and it was about a visitation dream that she had had, and so she was like, hey, I think it'd be really cool if you guys actually talked about visitation dreams. I was like, why haven't we thought of that before? Totally. So that's what we're doing. We're going there. We're diving in deep yeah. mm-hmm. with the dreams. Yes, we are. I love a good dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we know that our ghoul Alyssa has been visited. Yeah, I'll yes. tell you guys about that. Because mm-hmm. when I was doing my research on what visitation dreams are, like, it clicked. But I had a creepy dream last night. So everyone has always been like, watch Supernatural, watch Supernatural. And I'm like, oh, I've tried so many times. It's not good. It's silly. It's but I've just been watching the first season, like, kind of in the background. Yeah. And last night I had a dream that I was one of the brothers from Supernatural. And I, like, went to my friend's house because they were being haunted by a fire demon. Oh. And the fire demon, like, burnt the house down and tried to kill a child. And then I woke up and I was, like, sweating because... <gasps> it was you know, hot in there. It, it was hot, yeah. Uh, it was a fire. Yeah. But that wasn't a visitation dream. That was just a regular stupid dream. Honestly, that's a pretty tight dream. I yeah. love it when you get to be somebody Someone else. Someone else. And I was like, man. Ooh, even oh. better. Yeah. So, so what is a visitation dream that people are wondering right now? You may have had one. You may not have realized you had one. I hadn't had one until recently. The night after I said I hadn't had one, I had one. Great. So, 
Okay. One of the most common signs that your deceased loved ones or pets are trying to connect with you is through visitation in a dream. So they just visit you in dream form, basically. Most of the time, you don't have to ask for a visitation dream, but a lot of times if you're like, come to me, they will, which is pretty cool. And so I kind of feel like that's why that happened to me that night. Um, But after your loved ones pass, it's believed that they still maintain their form, their personality, their identity. It's just their physical body is gone and they're on a sort of spiritual plane. So to transcend and cross between these planes, which is what people refer to as like crossing over or crossing through the veil, it takes time and energy and effort. So some people are in that in-between stage and that's most often when you will have a visitation dream. So, the first visitations after the loss of a loved one usually come about 7 to 10 days following their transition into the the afterlife. Oh, okay. Um, that's known as the crossing over window. Hmm. Um, but it's normal to start sensing your loved one anytime during the first 49 days that they've crossed over. It's known as the bardo period in Buddhism. Huh. Okay. Yeah. If the if this is what the Buddhists say, then yes. Yes. Yeah. She's she agrees. It's they true. have mastered mindfulness mm-hmm. and soul masters of all. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. And they're not the only um, religion who believes in that period. Other other religions believe in something similar. Mm-hmm. So Different it's name. a concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is the most popular concept. So the. Um, Oh my gosh. Bardo period? So they usually occur once a crossing over window or the Bardo period is complete and it can start to occur anywhere between eight weeks and two years following the crossing. Mm -hmm. So it's like they've really studied this and they're like, this is the thing. There are a lot of, a lot of things that go into it, but yeah, anywhere up to two years, this can happen. Um, The loved ones that we have who pass on, they want to connect, they go to all sorts of lengths from like making noises to like physical touch of some sort, sending you signs and symbols. So you'll see a bird or a butterfly or you'll find a feather. I read this whole article about the significance of feathers from your loved ones. So pennies and coins are, yeah, pennies and coins, like just little tokens to let, you know, ham here. Mm -hmm. Uh, But a dream is another way that they do it. And that's pretty cool. If you ask me, yeah, So, how do you know it's a visitation dream and not, like I said, a regular old dream? So, there are usually, like, three signs. First is that when you wake up from it, you feel good and you feel comforted. So, they say that when you wake up, you feel sort of at peace. Mm -hmm. And, like, you probably didn't even know you weren't at peace with it, but you wake up and you're like, I'm renewed. Like, happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, the second sign is that these dreams involve divine light or hyper-reality. So, when you get the visitation, there's usually a glow or a light that kind of surrounds this person, or the dream itself manifests as something really crisp and clear and vivid. So, it feels super real in the moment. Mm -hmm. And this last one is the one that got me. These are all getting me, I feel. Right? With all the stories we've read, I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But 
they often include a direct address from that person. So they turn to face you directly. They sit next to you. They touch you Mm -hmm. shoulder like something super sweet. They smile at you directly or they have a message or like words for you specifically. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a serious message. Oftentimes it's not. Oftentimes it's playful or it's just a small gesture. But like a warm smile, anything like that, that's usually what happens in a visitation dream. So when we had read um, Lara's story, I was like, I've never had a visitation dream. And that same night... I was having a dream and it was very real because it was happening in my home and I had a family reunion at my house which is not a realistic thing that (laughs) happened because my house is small but we had like this whole party in my backyard and people were packing up to leave and I was standing in the driveway with my mom and I turn and my grandfather walks I've got like a There's a field behind my house and there are some trees like lining our fence and my grandfather walks up through these trees. He stands at the edge of my driveway. He just like smiles, nods, waves, vanishes. And I look around at everyone else and no one saw him, just me. And so when I was reading the part about like, it's a small gesture, I was like, holy shit and the dream did feel so real Mm -hmm. and when I woke up I was like oh my gosh and I called my mom and I was like I was like I was just talking yesterday about how like I've never had a dream where a loved one came to me and guess who came to me last night and she was like pops and I was like yeah and she was like yeah he's been on my mind a lot recently and I've been you know feeling signs so it really struck me. That's amazing. Have y'all yeah. had a visitation dream? Kylie, you said you've had one. Yeah, I wasn't really thinking of it until um, just now. Um, but a little backstory. And I also just debated sharing it, but I will. <laughs> you don't have to. Oh, no, no, I'd like to. Uh, so in eighth grade, I had like my first real, uh, quote, boyfriend. <gasps> you know, you like hold hands and you smooch or whatever. And he had brain cancer. Oh, my goodness. And I used to... Uh, take the train with him and his mom uh, to the children's hospital in Boston and I would go with him sometimes um, for treatment for chemo and I remember um, one time we were in the hospital room and he we were watching Jerry Springer on the TV and he was getting uh, platelets and he started falling asleep and he like put his head in my lap and I was kind of just like rubbing his head and I remember that was like the first time that like I've felt like love for someone other than a family member Mm -hmm. and I mean I was young of course yeah you know it was just like a a sudden realization that I had yeah um and he ended up breaking up with me a few a few months later (gasps) (laughs) uh and then his cancer went into remission um we started high school we weren't uh, really close, but, like, every now and then we would hang out. We went to, like, a, a local fair, the Top Sold Fair one time. And then senior year, I saw him in the hallway, and he told me his cancer was back. And I started crying in the middle of the hallway. Um, and over the next few years, he was fighting it. And then the beginning, 
I'm sorry, the end of my freshman year of college, uh, he ended up passing. And I went to uh, the funeral. Uh, my family was in Aruba at the time. <laughs> so I like took the train to Boston, borrowed my dad's car, like went to the funeral, went home. <laughs> and then I want to say, it wasn't immediately after, um, but it was a few weeks after I had a dream and I was by this lake up in Saranac, New York that I went to with um, some friends in high school over the summer, like a summer camp. And it was, all the colors are very intense and vivid. Like the water was blue, the sky was blue. Uh, it was like very serene, the sun was shining. And um, his name is Dave. He just appeared before me, you know, with there are other people around and he was, he just appeared before me. And he came over and he gave me a hug. And I remember like in the dream, just thinking like, okay, he like, we're saying goodbye. Like, it's okay. And then I woke up. And so, yeah, that's my visitation. <gasps> I'm like crying. It's my, did you feel but peaceful? Yeah, did I did. I woke peaceful? up. Yeah, absolutely. And it was like, and when you were just saying how like things are very, um, vivid, vivid and, yeah. like I was like, okay like this is exactly yeah. what my experience was like because that's the same experience that I had like everything seemed very real mm -hmm. and like prettier than it actually yeah, is yeah it was like, like usually your dreams are kind of fast paced and you can't really focus and no, it was like it, it was just stopped very slow paced and that was all I saw was my grandfather yeah so and I definitely felt at peace I didn't feel sad when I woke up it was it was odd yeah, it's but weird. I didn't get to say goodbye in person. No, yeah, that was the same. Like my grandfather was sick, and um, my mom. He was in Vermont at the time, so my mom went to be with him, and I was just like racked with guilt because yeah. I couldn't get away from work, and it was this whole thing. And I remember it was. Tough. Yeah, and that was like my moment. Yeah, you know, I've always wondered why like dreams and like that state of sleep and stuff. Is like I feel like it's a place where people can like get really spiritual yes mm -hmm. and I was reading that people are more open to things in their dreams okay. so that's why they experience these things okay. a lot and you're like not worried about the stress of your day and right. you're you're just generally more open so you're more receptive to things while you sleep that makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel yeah, like intuition like, comes into dreams too absolutely know? Like yeah into that and stuff Oh, yeah. yeah. But it all started so. clicking, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's what that was. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That was me five minutes ago. Yeah, it's <laughs> I think bizarre. Alyssa could, like, tell in my face, too. I was just like, as she was reading. Right. <laughs> I know. She was like, I've had one. And I was like, what? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah but amazing. Truly, if anyone listening has had a visitation dream, please share it with us, because now I'm like, they're very beautiful. in my feelings. And yeah. it's very, it's it's yeah. so, it's like it's so cool to me like yeah yeah just having that moment because it wasn't anything big and I woke up and I was like he's here he wanted to let me know it's okay and like I'm fine now yeah exactly like I'm still sad but like I feel better mm -hmm. so but now we're gonna share some some stories with you guys because this yeah. is this is pretty cool, if you ask me. Cool. I had no idea that it was, that the um, specifics 
I know. We're so that's what, common. That's mm-hmm. what is so astounding to me is like everybody's stories, those three signs you gave, it's yeah. like they all have that. Mm-hmm. So it's all very similar. Amazing, yeah. Yeah, so I'll kick it off. Kick it uh, off. I found this one on Thought Catalog. There was an article about people having like really vivid experiences with ghosts, and there were a few on there that were about being in a dream state, so I, I pulled them. So this one says, One night when I was eight years old, I went to sleep and had a dream that my grandmother, who was still alive at the time but really sick, came into my room. As she walked away, she kept looking back to see if I was following her, so I did. I followed her all the way out of the apartment, down the stairs to the lobby, and out to the garage. Then I saw her join my grandfather with a group of people I didn't recognize off in the distance, and she waved goodbye. Mm. When I woke up, I went to summer camp as usual. That afternoon, my dad picked me up early and told me that my grandmother had just passed away. I did some research years later and found out that your soul knows you're going to die before you do, and there have been many cases of dreams or phone calls of people saying goodbye before they actually died. This always stuck with me. Huh. So, like, I started thinking about this one, and I was like, okay, so maybe that's in that period where she was, like, ready, she was ready to pass, and, like, she was like, subconsciously getting into that, like, crossing over phase because she knew that she wasn't well and, like, mm-hmm. she was already prepared for it. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I thought it was really cool that they found out that, um, like, people can, people sense it and they, yeah. they know what's coming. So, they'll say goodbye in various ways, but right. just sweet and, like, her grandmother waved goodbye. Totally. And that's another one. It's just, like, a small gesture, but you're like, yeah, okay. Okay, I feel weird reading my story after all of these because this one's a little strong, but... Like, scary? No, it's not scary. It's oh. just kind of... It's emotional? Sad. Yeah. I mean, emotional. this is going to... I think this is going to be an emotional app, and sorry if we're not I cackling, know. but you know what? This is an emotional <laughs> day for us. Honestly, it kind of is. Um, so I found this one on Reddit, and it is called... I had what I believe was a visitation dream with my best friend, and I need someone to talk to about it. That's the title? Yes, that's okay. the whole title. He, he that's got the you, whole story. He got you real prepared. <laughs> okay, so this is what it says. I'd like to start by saying that I've never really believed in the paranormal or an afterlife. I always kind of thought that there might be something after death, but I didn't think it was worth dwelling on. I've always been a bit of a fanatic about paranormal things. I love hearing stories and other and others that have experienced, and I love being a skeptic about those kinds of experiences. 16 days ago, my best friend took his own life. Mm. For the sake of this story, I'll refer to him as Nick. He was only 21 and was adored by so many people. He struggled with depression and drug abuse that ultimately led him to feel lost and without meaning. Nonetheless, he was the best friend I've ever had. I met him in high school, and we were like brothers. He was also my roommate in the months leading up to his death, so naturally naturally, it was and still is extremely difficult to think and talk about. After his death, I saw him in three dreams, but I don't remember them that well. In the first, I remember being happy and playing Magic the Gathering, nothing out of the ordinary <laughs> as far as dreams go. The last night was different. I woke up around 7 a.m. I actually woke up to myself talking nonsense in my sleep, which has never happened. 
My girlfriend was still sleeping, so I got up and played video games for 30 minutes or so before crawling back into bed, at which point I fell asleep and had an extremely vivid dream. Mm. <laughs> We're like, we know. Was, <laughs> yeah. It was also very short. In the dream, I was standing inside by the front door to my house where my friend walked in when my friend walked in, doubled over and holding his stomach. I felt concerned and asked him what was wrong. He didn't look at me. Uh, he didn't look at me and then said, I'm dying. When he said that, I remembered that he was that he was dead and the experience quickly became extremely more vivid and felt more real than any dream I've ever had. Hmm. Suddenly, I felt like I was lucid enough to talk to him seriously. I said, no, Nick, you're dead. At that point, he turned to look at me directly and with a look of humor. I'm dying, he repeated. And again, I told him, no, Nick, you're dead. And then he just looked at me, and he seemed extremely sad and confused, like he was still in denial about it himself until Mm. that moment. At this point in the conversation, I felt overcome with every negative emotion I'd ever felt since his death. Anger, guilt, sorrow, and apparently anger again, because I involuntarily started yelling at him about how irresponsible his suicide was, about all the people he hurt, about all how much we all loved him, and how we still love him, and how much pain he put us all through. Then things went a little off the rails. I remember his face getting extremely close to mine, and being overcome with fear, but refusing to look away. His eyes were now empty, and his face started to change to what looked like a plague doctor's mask. At this point, I remember feeling overwhelmed with fear and confusion when I felt another entity enter the room. Then I got too scared and woke up. The reason this dream stuck with me, though, is that when I woke up, I felt that I finally had closure. I felt and still feel though I generally spoke to him, that I generally spoke to him and helped him understand what actually happened. And for that it's um and for that it's and for what it's worth, I wrote him a letter earlier today apologizing for being so aggressive towards him and reminding him that I loved him and will he is always welcome to visit me. I also wrote that I forgave him. Felt peace. Dang. Mm. So that one's a little stronger. Yeah. Not as like more. But I think with suicide, it is different. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean. And maybe it was for both of them. Definitely. Like, I'm sure they were feel, they weren't, they probably weren't at peace with what they had done. Neither, right. Neither of them. Neither party. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm sure that was closure for both of them right that's what it kind of sounded like to me because it showed up a little bit differently exactly because it was different circumstances than mine or kylie's yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. like i think suicide is just like a whole nother especially when you're that young absolutely i have a uh this one kind of made me smile it's short and sweet this is um also on reddit this was submitted by lv underscore geek (gasps) I had a visitation dream eight or nine months after my mom passed. It was right after I met my now fiancé. Call him B. In the dream, B and I got my mom out of a rest home and were driving her around. She wanted to drive, so B let her. It was them two in the front seat, me in the back. Mom started driving like a pro race car driver, flying into the parking lot, skidding sideways. Tokyo Drift, am I right, folks? (laughs) Mom and B were just laughing and having the time of their lives. I woke up knowing B was the one for me and that mom approved. 
So that was that's short and sweet. That's cute. sweet. Because that's, you know, having your parents' approval of the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, it's pretty important. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yes. I think it's cute that they're yeah. sometimes it's Tokyo not, drifting. But like, sometimes it is. My mom was like, I was, because I've been thinking about the fact, like, I'm getting married in a few months, and the fact that my uncle and my grandfather aren't going to be there, like, really hurts, and my mom was like, I've been thinking about that a lot, too, Mm -hmm. so I wonder if that was part of it, too, like, Mm -hmm. I'm here, even if I'm not, They had a family reunion at your house. They did have a family reunion at my house. Because Steve lives here. Mm -hmm. This is y'all's abode. Could be, Mm -hmm. could be. So he was saying, like, thumbs up, girl, you got this. Yep. It's very cute. It could be. I have another short one. It's yeah. kind of sweet, kind of weird, but okay. like, we'll take it for what we will. <laughs> My older sister, Celine, died at age 30 about five years ago. Last night I was rolling around in a fit of insomnia when I fell into a, a sort of coma like state of sleep. Hmm. Hmm. She's comatose. I, I wonder saw... if she's lucid dreaming. Right? I saw type of dreaming, honestly. <laughs> I must I saw my sister at the edge of my bed wearing a heather green wool sweater, her deep chestnut eyes and hair as piercingly beautiful as they were when she was alive. We made eye contact and I reached out to her, imploring her to stay. Then I asked if she was doing okay and I was surprised to see her frown because I'd always assumed that my sister would be happier on the other side than she'd ever been here on earth. Mm. Then it hit me. I knew exactly why she was so sad. She didn't want to miss my little brother's wedding, which is taking place this coming weekend. I tried to hug her to hold her tight and explain just how much we'd miss her during the ceremony and every other day, but she couldn't or wouldn't stay much longer. But right before evaporating, she said, will you marry me one day? I laughed and replied, yes, of course. You can do that over there? Weird. <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. Yeah. They can yeah. do whatever they want over there, I think. I guess so, yeah. yeah. But yeah, just like. I'm going to marry my cat one day. Honestly. I'll be at the wedding. It's going to be gorgeous. No, I tell her all the time. Two beautiful dresses. Unless Holly or you want to wear something else, that's fine too. It's yeah. her choice for sure. I'm for all sure. about fluidity, following sure. your heart, mm-hmm. following your fashion mm-hmm. sense. You know, whatever. Whatever you want to do. Just do it, you Just know? Just do it. Do you. As long as you're not hurting other people mm-hmm. and you're kind, Just do it. Just do it. Do whatever you want. You know? Mm-hmm. Probably hurt. Yeah. I have another one from Schmacy from Spacey. Me. Oh. It is Alyssa. <laughs> I was very close with my grandfather, and a few weeks after he passed unexpectedly, I had a dream that there was a knock on the door of a home I was in. I went to answer it, and he was on the porch. There was a screen door separating us, and I went to open it, but he told me to leave it closed because he couldn't stay. He looked very young and very healthy, and he had a backpack on like a college kid going to Europe. He looked at me and In his voice I know so well, he said, I am exactly where you want me to be. And then he turned around and walked down the sidewalk and left. And I woke up. I remember that dream so well. I know he visited me, and I know he's in a good place. It gives me peace. Yeah, that's another one where it's just like something short and sweet, but... And the fact that the grandpa was, like, young and had his backpack on, like, probably the best years of his life, that's maybe how he is up in the up in the afterlife area speaking of heaven what? steve and right. i like goofily started watching the good place 
Oh, oh and I it's that. actually I good. I've watched Is the first it? and second season. Yeah, yeah. Place is good. I mean, it's not the best, but it's entertaining for yeah, sure. It's, and it's really it's funny. easy to watch. It's very easy to watch. They have good one-liners. Yes. And Janet's the best. Yeah. So maybe that's what it's really like. I yeah. don't know. <sighs> is that all, guys? Yeah, sh- I short think, and sweet. I think short and sweet because those stories are short and sweet. And, the and they're heavy. both gave, like, really good ones, quite honestly. Little did we know <laughs> that we were we were the guys having visitation dreams. I know. But, like, I'm totally convinced now that if you can, you like, that's the place to find... You know, to yeah. get into like another realm where mm-hmm. you're like, you know, mm-hmm. you're I don't feeling know. it. You're feeling like, something you're else. Like, the, your psychic nature really comes into play there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I agree. Yeah. So. <sighs> yeah. Dreams are dreams are very interesting to me, and I wish I knew a lot more about yeah. them. Yeah. I know we have a few listeners who are really into dream analysis and. So if, you know, anyone has their two cents or an experience they want to share or their thoughts, we would love to just, you know, hear your side of the discussion. Yeah, because I'm just so intrigued by the similarities in everyone's stories. Like, Kylie and I had really similar experiences. Mm -hmm. A lot of the stories where we read, like, we read that people had really short interactions, but it was really meaningful. Yeah, they've always been vivid, short, and everybody wakes up like... And it's just like, I wanted to know you were okay, and now I know. Right. Yeah. And so do you guys, I mean, you guys didn't say you, like, asked for it before you went to bed. No. I I definitely didn't. I just found it weird that we had talked about a visitation dream that evening, and then I said I'd never had one, and then I had one. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. Maybe because I just talked about it, I was feeling really open to it. True. That's, yeah. Subconsciously. hmm I don't know. Honestly. Ooh. I just yeah. kind of, like, want to, like, go meditate before I go to bed now. Yeah. So I can see I wanna... if something can come to me. Yes. Yeah. Zen out. Zen out hard. For mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow. But, yeah. Kylie's headed to Boston. Yeah. The next time we'll all be together, it'll be in New Orleans, and we'll be having really spooky times. Yes. I can't wait. Can't wait. I love you guys. I love you, too. This is like, can we just, like, hold hands? Hold our sweaty-ass hands. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are so warm. Yeah, I'm fucking warm. I feel like... Look at um, how I'm lobster clawing your... Like, I'm getting ready for Boston. I'm lobster clawing your hands. I feel at peace right now. I, I do, too. I feel very peaceful. This is like now and then. It yes. was all a dream. I used to read uh, Word Up magazine. That movie's on Netflix now, by the way. I saw that. Yeah, really yeah. good. Now and then. Oh, I don't want to let hey, go, but I somebody, have to. somebody... One more question, because they asked, <laughs> do you guys remember that movie now and then? Yeah. yeah. Do you... Because my friend, we were watching it the other day, and she was like, who did you want to be when you were little... Ned, who do you want to be now? And I'm like, mm. what a very interesting question. I've actually heard someone ask that question before. Really? Yeah. I was like, whoa. Uh, I never. Really I need to rewatch it. it. Yeah. Okay. I definitely wanted to be the girl who stuffed her bra when I was a kid. For oh, some I reason, actually did that when I was she was little. like, she grew up to be a Hollywood star. Yeah. So I was like, I want to be her. You do want to be a Hollywood it's very star. Different yeah. though. She's waiting for the email. She is. Any day now. They're still writing it. It needs to be perfect. Should that be her next t-shirt? Waiting for the email. <laughs> yes. People will be like, what the fuck is that shirt? Just waiting for that email. It's coming. Waiting for the email. All right. We love you guys. And until next time, stay spooky. 
Ooh. 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 Ooh.